It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we have a little football update since uh, practice started earlier this week. And there's, you know, some things going on on Twitter and the Twitter world. <laughs> if anybody follows Jason and are on the boards like you are, you know it's there's some stuff that went down today. So before we get started, Jason, I'm going to give you the floor. Thanks, hon. Because I know there are a few things you want to say. There's a few things I want to get off the chest. Okay. With that being said, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I, uh, as you guys know me, or if you don't know me, Arizona fans can attest to this, but I have no issues calling bad reporting out. And if I was doing bad reporting, I have no issues with people calling me out. Uh, you knew that from the Mark Schlaubach deal when I forced ESPN to issue retractions or change dates or whatever you want to call it when Mark Schlaubach is now covering live golf on his beat and was taken off his normal beat because I called him out on his BS and Arizona fans joined me and ESPN knew that he was full of shit when he did the $100,000 to Ethan and all that and all right so John Canzano was making claims that I am very very very, very confident are false. I have had high-level people in the past 48 hours tell me that they are false. I would not call out someone unless I was very, 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 very confident that what they were saying is false because I that's just not who I am. Because that's called good reporting. Right. So... I can tell you that I am confident in saying that I know who John Kinzano is speaking about uh, when he discusses his source. He's already changed his stories. And what's interesting is that Stuart Mandel said that he had talked to two ADs about potential revenue numbers. John Kinzano said no one has seen revenue numbers. And then he turned it in to no one has seen a final bid. I never said anyone has seen a final bid. That was nothing that I ever said. I said it was a crock of shit that no athletic director has seen potential numbers. Every athletic director in the Pac-12 has seen potential numbers. The only one you can maybe make a case for would be Oregon State and Washington State because the numbers are irrelevant to them because it could be $14 and they're still staying in the Pac-12. It could be a double cheeseburger happy meal and they're still staying in the Pac-12 because they have no choice. Sorry, that's just the way it is. But the idea that any athletic director has not seen a potential financial number is a crock of shit, to put it simple. I also know for a fact that he has not talked to two of the corner schools, AD and school presidents, which leaves Colorado and Utah as the ADs and the presidents that he has talked to. 
Okay, that is fine. But at one point, he said he talked to all of them. If you notice recently, he's now saying high-level sources because I called him out on his bullshit and he had to change his story. So here's how you know when you're winning an argument for kids at home or people listening to this. You know that you're winning an argument or you've made a point when the person resorts to personal attacks. Yep, Jason's mad now, guys. And I was good with yesterday. Yesterday played out, cool. And then I wake up and I have a DM from someone on Twitter and they said, did you see this? I go, oh no, what did this stupid mf do? I curse a lot, guys. But, uh, and then I read it and he's doing the fanboy, he's doing the mom's basement, he's doing all that crap. Uh, saying that Arizona fans were apologizing in his DM. So let's just go through it. Number one, fanboy. I graduated from the University of Arizona with a degree in journalism. And then I went back to school and got a teaching certificate where I became a high school teacher while working for the Daily Star and Rivals teaching journalism in a local high school. I proceeded to quit later on, but I still substitute teach English. And I taught English for multiple years because I enjoy it. Boom. Okay. I am not a fanboy. I have been doing this for 19 years. If you want to say I started out as a fanboy, yes, I started out as a message board poster on GoAZCats, which is a site that we helped build. Now I'm at 24-7 at Wildcat Authority, which is a site that I built with the help of 24-7 and CBS, obviously. I am a publisher that has been doing journalism since 2001 when I entered the University of Arizona. So wait, just to clarify, you're not a fanboy. I mean, I mean, so I wait, 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 wait. Just so everybody who is listening to this can understand, you are a professional journalist. Yes. So, if you want to say I'm a, a publisher of a fan site, that's great. I don't just sit there with my pom poms. I actually never root at games when I'm on. It sucks. Believe me. The only game I think since I've met Shelby that we've gone to as fans was Arizona at UNLV. And it was amazing. It was fantastic. But, so, that's one. Number two, and this is a little funnier, people in Arizona don't have basements, man. Yep. You idiot. I wish they did. I love basements. Attics scare the crap out of me. Basements, basements are cool. Basements are cool. It's not a thing in Arizona. All right? Also, we own our house, and my mother-in-law doesn't live with us. I love my mom, though. So He does. Yeah. I wish he had a basement, because I like basements. Number three, uh, Arizona fans, and they will agree with this, and it is something that they pride themselves on, apologize for nothing. Nope. It is a rude fan base when it comes to defending their Wildcats, and it is awesome. It is one of the reasons why I enjoy my job. It is one of the reasons why Mark Schlaubach is on TV with a gray beard and gray hair covering golf in Saudi Arabia. Because they do not apologize for anything. So, no. That never happened. And I woke up and I was cool. But when you do the personal attacks, I lose my shit. And the thing is, all and you notice, I didn't really call out John Wilner very much. I, I think he's been fine. I really do. I, 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 you know, and maybe I disagree with his overall opinions, but I think he's been fine. Something came out today that says the Big Ten is probably going to make $1.5 billion a year. And this dude, John Canzano, was writing that UCLA is having second thoughts and crap like that. They can't hear you, John. They have too much money in their ears. You idiot. 
They're not leaving the Pac-12. There's too much money. So I don't know who's telling you that. Then you can't even get in with the Utah AD. So you interview the ex-AD. Then you interview your boy Bob Thompson, who basically says in an article, John, they're not coming to an agreement August 4th. But you're so busy writing that they are that you don't even realize what you're printing. You're contradicting yourself and everything. Then you say Big 12 fans are insecure and you print in your blog about me based on your insecurities. So again, I'm cool and this will go away tomorrow. But let's be very clear here to anyone that wants to take shots at me that is a relevant person. The people with 10 followers, I don't care. You're fake to me. If you are somewhat of a relevant person in the Twittersphere, Twattersphere, whatever you want to call it, and you're calling me out, I'm burying you. And I'm not doing personal attacks. I don't do them. I'm coming at you with your own writing and your own facts. And I'm a pretty calm dude, but my wife will test to it that when I lose my temper, it, it's, it's bad. It's not good, And guys. so, like, I, I am calm. I'm very even keeled. The people that, you know, are around me will tell you that. I get along very well with the local f- football, basketball, media. Like, I'm cool with everyone in town, for the most part. There's a couple guys. Rich Herrera, I don't like. I'll just say it. I don't care anymore. I'm heated. Anyway, whatever. So, I don't want to continue with this. Uh, all I'm going to say is that I will always stand up for the credibility. I am paranoid. I have people that tell me, Sheer, you got to report this. And I'll say, no. I haven't confirmed it with enough people. The idea that I would go with the Big 12 meeting based on a hunch or what some random dude told me is so stupid. I actually sat on it for 24 hours. He did. I sat on that story for 24 hours trying to source it with more people. I could have reported that 24 hours earlier. Someone I know said, Sheer, you got to go with this now. And I said, no, I have to call more people and see if this is true. So the idea that I would just go with a random story is bullshit. So with that being said, boom. I don't even know. I was going to curse again, but I don't want to. I'm heated, as you can tell. But again, I'm cool with it. I'm going to keep reporting realignment news. And if you come at me like that with the personal crap, I'm burying you, John Canzano. Boom. Naming names and everything. By the way, Jason is not the one that you would normally think that has a temper. I do. So if this stuff continues, I will get involved. Shelby's I'm the not mean nice. one. No. I'm the crazy Shelby's one. Shelby's the mean one. Ask around. And I'd love to know what degree this idiot has too. Like I don't understand he can't the even whole. Get his story straight. Let me tell you something about this whole degree and all that too. All right. When when we were first at Go AZ Cats, there was an SID at Arizona who I'm not going to name. He's no longer in the business. Who told me, and this is what this reminds me of. We had a fight for credential because we were an online website. Right mm-hmm. now we're in the place and I respect the, all the daily star writers. This isn't a shot at Michael Lev and Spears. I love them. They're great people, but we are in a situation where those online sites are putting newspapers out of business left and right. Exactly. Media has changed. So the idea that I run a publication, by the way, which is sponsored by CBS owned by CBS sports, right? A very reputable, you write a blog, dude. You got fired from a newspaper and you write a blog. I work for CBS 24-7. So don't, I'm, I'm on podcasts. I've been a busy man. I'm exhausted. So the fact that you call me a fanboy and all that crap, give me a break, man. Get off your blog. 
Yeah, maybe go work at a real paper. You can't because they don't like you anymore. And I know why they don't like you. It's because the University of Oregon won't talk to you anymore. Tell me I'm wrong and prove that. Let me know when you get those Rob Mullen quotes on your on your website, buddy, when he talks to you directly. You okay. can't. Wow. That's I know who you talk to, John Kinzano. That's a deep cut. Okay, Jason's upset. He said his thing. Hopefully all of you are sitting in your, in your car or wherever you're listening to this. I can only imagine. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're so pissed. And you and, and you can go back to any podcast and any message board post. And I really, I'm not like this. This is very um, rare. Actually, unprecedented. I don't think we've ever done this before. But I can attest to one thing with the whole 24-hour waiting on that story thing. I don't know if anybody remembers, when we went to Vegas a few weeks ago, I tweeted, if only someone could be in the car hearing the things that I hear. Jason does get phone calls, and I hear all of these things and all of these sources, and he always waits for two or three sources when he doesn't have to do that. So um, I want to clarify in the, in the, you know, I think Rob Mullins has been on his radio show. Okay. So I think he's talked to him on air in that kind of... Like jokey context. Right, like. but I, I feel very confident he is not a source. I know who your sources are, dude. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move on. If you invite someone to dinner and they're sitting on the couch <laughs> while everybody's at the table, they're not at the table eating with you. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank Anyways, you. Anyways, Arizona football. Now Shelby's talking... laughing because I don't get like this. Uh, oh, wow. I was not expecting this. I feel a little hijacked. I had no idea this <laughs> yeah. was going This is not happen. my personality. I do not do this. Also, apologies to anyone that has no idea what's going on. Go look on Twitter. There's a whole thing today and yesterday. Anyway. Last um, thing real quick though, honey. Yeah. John, if you're listening, uh, we're running a deal for 50% off right now. Wildcat Authority. John's not the only one this deal is for. Anyone who is listening to this realignment, Arizona football, basketball, all of that, we're running a 50% off a yearly subscription. Maybe right now. maybe that Shaba guy is wants a subscription. Yeah, he you can get it. Know. Anyone can catch this fade at this point. I like it. Okay. Uh, now that all that housekeeping is taken care of, we are going to talk about Arizona football. Uh, they have returned. They're practicing for the season officially. Um, they've had two days of practice. What are your overall thoughts? <laughs> besides your sunburn by the way yeah it was raining the first day of practice and so i didn't wear sunscreen or a hat and uh then the sun came out the sun came out when i got to practice and my neck it's not looking good thankfully it turns into a tan though uh so here's the deal it's actually a a different format and linebacker jerry roberts mentioned it today that jed fish has kind of taken the beginning of practice slow to keep everyone healthy and all that but Two days in, there's been no 7-on-7 seven seven and 11-on-11 stuff. So it's really difficult to get impressions. When everything picks up, we'll, we'll you know, write, here are our observations. But I'm not exaggerating when I say we basically watch people run around and do sprints. And they'll, they'll catch passes, but not against corners and things like that. It is very fundamentally based. So, you know, it's not something I agree or disagree with. It's kind of just an approach. So it's really difficult to get overall thoughts on practice. Um, I will say that I think the energy is really good. Defensive coordinator Johnny Nansen pointed that out after practice. The energy is really good, but it's just super hard. Um, you know, all you're really looking for is guys that are hurt or on the sideline or not going as much. or it, there, There's just not a lot to observe. I believe they're wearing shoulder pads or shells on Friday 
So in an ideal world, we'll at least be able to see uh, a little bit of contact. And then they're going full pads on Tuesday. And I assume that's when the 7 on a 7 and 11 on 11 things will pick up. Um, they're doing installs. It looks like there's a couple base defenses putting in or being put in, which is kind of news. Um, but Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, it's early. Yeah, it's just it's, it, it's early and it's it's different. It, it, it is a different approach um, from last year, which is fine. But for an observation, for a reporting standpoint, I want blood and guts. Yeah. Right. We're not there yet, but uh, since it is difficult to figure out who has been impressive which players have passed the eye test yeah so what i mean by the eye test is when you see a guy like usually it's a freshman and you go oh who's that like you do the double take usually with the uh you know like i said usually it's with the freshman or a a guy that's that's gained weight so like Jaden delora for instance has gained like 24 pounds since last year um you know not 24 pounds since the spring but he looks bigger but um, you know, T-Mac is another guy, legit 6'4 wide receiver as a freshman. He clearly passes the eye test. But there, there's two guys that really come to mind. Uh, freshman corner, uh, Ephesians Prysock. Your boy, you love that name. I do love that name. And uh, Takario Bobo I might Davis. love that name better. Takario Davis with nickname Bobo. Takario is a badass name. So Arizona has two 6'4 corners on the roster. Love it. And Takario Davis... Even though I think he's, I think he's like half an inch bigger than Prysock. But when you see for the first time, people listening, when you see Takario Davis on the field, you're gonna be like, this dude looks like six six. Like he is built, long, athletic. He needs to gain weight. Obviously, he's a freshman, but man, like he <laughs> really looks the part. And it's a situation to me where one of these guys, like both these guys, are playing on special teams. But I think one of them is definitely getting in, um, you know, when when the going like actually playing, right? Because just the the pure size of them. Uh, Jonah Coleman is listed at five eight two sixteen. <laughs> he is in an effing bowling ball. That's amazing. Like he is absolutely huge. Uh, I was at practice with Mike Luke today, and I think two or three times he just goes, "Look at the size of Jonah Coleman." It's like Mike, I'm I'm watching the same thing you are. But yeah, Rex Haynes. Um, let's talk about Rex Haynes. He is a wide receiver that was committed to Colorado State. Decommitted, I believe. He walked on to Arizona. He is the son of NFL Hall of Famer and one of the greatest ASU players ever, Mike Haynes. Wow. I need to find out the story. Hopefully, I'm going to arrange an interview with Rex Haynes. But the fact that he's, his dad was literally like a monster at ASU and he winds up at Arizona is remarkable. And he's also a 6'5 wide receiver. So, uh, obviously... Super impressive there. Uh, other guys that passed the eye test, uh, Eamon Allen, uh, he wants to go up to 225. He told us in practice today that just to keep his weight, I think he weighs 215 now, Shell, he has to eat 6,000 calories a day. Oh, my God. So if he wants to gain weight, he's like, when I really want to gain weight, I'm going to have to bump that up. He's going to Michael Phelps here. He's, uh, let me say, what do you eat? He goes, everything and anything. 
protein shakes, uh, at least four eggs a day. <laughs> like, I mean, he just says he eats and it turns the muscle and weight and all that because... Doesn't The Rock have like a crazy diet like that too? Yeah, he eats like 48 pounds of cod. The Rock. Oh. Uh, Tyler Martin is a freshman that passes the eye test. He could be a thing down the road. He wasn't here in the spring, so you got to kind of keep an eye out for him and what he can learn. But um, again, eye test. Jonas Savanea has lost weight since arriving to campus and just looks to be a physical freak. Had a little baby fat on him. Um, you know, he, he's a guy where just a monstrosity, like perfect offensive line shape. Wendell Moe, freshman offensive lineman. He's going to have to lose weight. He's listed, We have him listed at 360 pounds. As a freshman, uh, it's too big. He, he's, you know, and, and I'm not saying he's bad or anything like that, but he's just, he's too big. You know, 24-7 had him listed at 330. He weighed in at 360 as he's listed. So that's a thing that definitely, you know, you got to keep an eye on. But again, eye test when you look at a guy, he's another one. Tyler Powell is another one that is is built big. And then you have guys that, you know, they're they're going to have to gain weight. Like some of the freshmen are are just frankly – too small right now. You know, Russell Davis has skinny legs, which is natural for, for the freshman. Um, there's other guys, you know, it's weird because Jacob Kangaika um, is a guy where, you know, he was under, we'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. But in, in terms of eye tests, those are the guys that have really kind of caught my eye. All right. Um, well, I wouldn't want to go to ASU anyway, just FYI, but there's another football program like in Yeah, Campbell. but his dad is like literally the a legend. Le- like his dad, like just to, to like tell you how good this dude is, Shelby, right? He, he was inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame in 2000, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 97. He won a Super Bowl. He was defensive rookie of the year, two-time Pro Bowler, sorry, nine-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Made the 80s All-Decade, the 75th anniversary All-Time, retired his number with the Patriots. Like, this dude is like... Hardcore. Yeah, and, and when he was at ASU, he was a three-time whack, two-time All-American. And, like, for him to not not just not go to ASU, but he went to Arizona. Like, that's the equivalent of, like, Teddy Bruschi has a son and he goes to ASU. Like, it's just wild. And, like, if you're ASU... You're almost offering a kid like that a scholarship and taking him just because of who his dad is. Like, that happens all the time. It's right, just, it's like a legacy. It's just crazy to me that ASU let him get away. Even, I don't know how good he's going to be. He looks the part, but it's just crazy to me. Hmm. Well, all right. Next uh, question here. Arizona will be starting contact drills soon. What are a few things you're keeping an eye on? I think you find out a lot about freshmen when there's contact drills and you're actually hitting uh, you know, I think that's when you really start to notice the difference in speed. Uh, you know, if you're a freshman, that's when you kind of say, oh, crap, this is real. Speedy Luke, your boy. Speedy Luke. Sean Speedy Luke, no relationship. I think they might be brothers, actually. Michael Luke. But uh, <laughs> that's a guy, look, he's 160 pounds right now. Yeah. So that's a guy where you want to see if he could take a hit and you want to see just how fast he is. We know he's fast. But when you get in that environment, you want to see just how fast this kid is. Um, and, you know, you want to see a guy like Takario Davis who looks the part, like I mentioned, but you want to see him in drills. And, and there's just, like, I can look at the depth chart. Like, for instance, today, even though they're not doing 7-on-7, 11-on-11, DJ Warnell, who was moved positions, he's third at his position. 
he was supposed to be higher on that depth chart coming out of spring. Anthony Solomon transferred from Michigan is third on the linebacker depth chart. He was supposed to be higher. Does that stay? Or once that hitting starts, does he move his way up that list? Jacob Kungaika was put on scholarship already as a freshman who just arrived. Like, you know, it's, it's wild. But when the contact starts, does he still look the part? That's what you want to see mostly. All right. And lastly, uh, we're only a few days in still, but what players have the most buzz right now? So Kungaika's one of them because at media day for Arizona, Fish mentioned him, Nansen mentioned him, got put on a scholarship. Other guys are mentioning him as someone you got to keep an eye on. Um, so he's a guy where he's, he's definitely got the buzz. And as a freshman, you wonder, you know, just how much he's going to play. Jacario Davis is buzz that I created personally uh, with <laughs> a few other. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Cowing is a guy where he's really good. And everyone wants to see how good he is at this level. He was really good at UTEP. Obviously, Arizona is a higher level than UTEP in terms of conference opponents and all that. But, you know, he's, he's going to be really good. T-Mac, obviously a guy like that, going to be really good. Um, you know, and so those are a few of the guys that kind of have the buzz. Colby Cage is a guy that we probably didn't pay enough attention to coming out of spring because right now he's challenging for one of the, the starting linebacker spots. So he's a guy um, that, that has quite a bit of buzz. A trade on Stukes is a corner where, again, you know, Christian Roland Wallace is going to get the attention, but Stukes, you know, is a guy you want to keep an eye on. DJ Williams, the Florida State running back, uh, has yet to really – he participated today, but, again, it's it's nothing during the sprints. He uh, he got a cramp, and so he wasn't able to finish there, didn't practice the first day. He's one of these guys where you want to see him really get into a game and, and see what he can do. Um, so, you know, those are those are a few of the names that at least have, you know, buzz that you're kind of excited to see, you know, what they're going to look like, and you get maybe a little bit closer uh, of an eye on a guy like him as opposed to a guy like, you know, Jordan Morgan on the line because you know what a guy like Jordan Morgan is going to do. You know what a guy like Keon Bars is going to do. So there's a little less buzz. Usually the buzz revolves around players where you maybe, you know, they pass the eye test and now it's like, okay, I want to see what happens at the next level when the going gets tough and and we actually start playing and and seeing stuff out there. All right. Well, that's our brief (laughs) little we're gonna learn about football. Yeah, we're gonna have more. It's just guy like and it just started. Like you can like Levin the star, for instance. Like he even said, someone goes, "What have you observed?" And he's like nothing. Like there's nothing to write about right now. Again, hopefully that changes Friday. They're off on Saturday. They go back on Sunday. So hopefully that changes with at least them wearing shells. But there's just not enough going on right now. I I wish there was. We still have a lot of content on Wildcat Authority interviews and stuff. I'm about to write a bunch of interviews up. From today, it was linebacker day. Um, and then again, we have 50% off Wildcat Authority. We'll probably do another realignment article with the window closing today, the negotiation window, and we'll talk about what that means and things like that. So, I don't know. You kind of sound like a fanboy. I am. I'm actually going to watch highlights of Arizona beating the shit out of Duke. Ooh, that, that's always classic. What's your favorite game, either football or basketball, to like just go back and rewatch? Like, is there one or two that stand out? Ooh, I would say I don't know if there's a game. the The game that I I love watching, I love watching, um, was Arizona Oregon when you had the uh, 
Oregon was number five in the country in 2013, I want to say. And it was like the best. It was a play with Shaq Richardson when yep. he flipped the ball and bounds. Uh, and then Arizona, you know, won that game in, in 2013. Um, and it was kind of, I'm trying to think of the final score. It, it was a massacre. And it, 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 it was a big upset because it, it, B.J. Denker, like, dominated. 40, I just looked it up. 42 to 16. Yeah, B.J. Denker. <laughs> Kadeem Carey had 48 carries for 206 yards and four touchdowns, Shelby. It was amazing. Yeah, Mariota. The, I mean, that was a good Oregon team in Arizona. Just, just ran them off the field, basically. I mean, absolutely destroyed them. So that was fun. Basketball, that Duke game, I think I've seen a million times. Derek Williams' performance was just a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone watches the national title game. But, of course. I mean, the national title game is number one. But for football, I don't know. There's been a lot of good ones over the years. I mean, we were at the Las Vegas Bowl in that 2018. That was fun. That That's was BYU. fun. Future Big 12. T- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we were freezing our booties off. And, yes, but uh, Shelby, do you remember amazing. the best part of that game? Was David not Hasselhoff fo- saying the National Anthem. Not football really. The best part was not the 40-degree weather, not the fact that my wife I was, pregnant. was pregnant while everyone was drinking around her, and she had just come from a basketball. We were fanboys back then. Yeah, we were fanboys. We had come from a basketball game. Arizona got massacred. Yeah. By UNLV, and like near the end, uh, everyone was chanting, at least there's football. And we all literally got in our call, car and just caravan to the football game. And David Hasselhoff sings the anthem, and everyone is just absolutely blitzed and freezing. It was cool, though. That was really Not fun. Shelby, though, I wasn't was I wasn't blitzed. I was pregnant with Aurora. But anyway, uh, the, just that question came to mind. And it's wild, because like this many years later, we're just sitting here raising our kids in a basement. I know, wishing with your best, mom upstairs. Wishing the best for them. <laughs> so I'm just, just you can't if you're gonna come at the king, <laughs> you gotta you, come correct. You best not miss. Anyway. With, with that, that being, being said, said, thank you guys for joining us. Again, practice. We're gonna have full write up tomorrow, Saturday or Sunday, all that. Tons of content. I love this time of year. It's great. Because we're one day closer to Soon, Shelby, we are like, what are we, like, three weeks away, right? Yeah, like three weeks weeks. from previewing San Diego State. Yeah. At the new Stat Dragon. By the way, I want to shout out two things about San Diego State. Future Pac-12 teammate of Arizona. Conference foe. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Number one, their stadium is like a soccer stadium, which is pretty cool. And number two, I want to give credit to the food choices that this stadium made. The idea that they were able to get hodads as an actual stadium food. That's just like chef's kiss. Is If you haven't seen this, for the people that are familiar, I know we have a lot of people in, uh, in San Diego and all that that listen or that are familiar with San Diego. And I know that because every time we start a San Diego thread, uh, there's always a ton of people. They have the Crack Shack, the Taco Stand, hodads, Cali Barbecue, Pizza and Brew, Batch Fox, Everbowl, and uh, the Gaglioni Brothers. I mean, that's like... That's a great lineup. So, set your game up, food-wise, Arizona Stadium. I know. It's not bad. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Shelby's Coffee Ranch will come during the season. I will say, it's going to come up, but I'm just going to say right now, you can't put coffee (laughs) on the menu, literally have people see it on the menu, 
and then tell them, oh, no, sorry, we don't have coffee unless it's a cold night. So don't have coffee oh on gosh. the menu. Now Shelby's heated. This is John Kenzano. I'm just saying. Just All right. saying. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Bear down. She's Shelby. He's Jason. This is the Wildcat Scoop Peaceful Podcast. Shelby, I need to go meditate and light some incense, I think. Namaste. Yeah. Um... Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.